we grind every week so only then the flavor can be retained only then you know you get those aroma that authenticity into your dishes otherwise no dirty linen is back for 2022 in earnest I hope you've enjoyed our summer series. Um, if you haven't had a listen, please do catch up. We've spent, we've spoken to lots of really cool people about their favourite dishes, and every episode, their short, sharp bites. Every episode made me extremely hungry, and I'm sure it will do the same for you. Um, but today, it's uh, we're looking forward. We've got our first guest of the year, and yeah, I suppose the start of the year is a really good time to. I guess, reflect and look forward, think about what we want the show to be. And although times are still a little bit swirly and changing um, at the moment, uh, I, I still feel like there are some themes that I want to focus on. And one of them is definitely women in hospitality. So I thought it was really important to lead off with a with a strong woman who's doing exciting things. So that is what we're doing today. Um, so our first guest is Srileka Mekala. She is the founder and owner of Chai and Dosa, which is a food truck and also soon to be a restaurant or eatery in Braybrook in the west of Melbourne. Sri, welcome to Dirty Linen. Hi, Danny. Thank you so much. That was a pretty cool introduction. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Well, I'm just really excited to have another chat to you. I spoke to you a few weeks ago after visiting Chai and Dosa and just really having the kind of food experience that makes me really excited it's um you know when you get there it's 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 on a corner it's um it it doesn't look fancy it's a you know in the far west of melbourne near near a shopping center it's you know it, it, let's just say it's it doesn't feel like it's a michelin star experience but yeah but <laughs> there's just a crowd of people waiting for their dosa ordering their dosa and you know a few people in the truck busily making it and i just knew I could just tell, I could just feel, I could sense that it was going to be delicious. Everything was so carefully made and it was just injected with such obvious passion. So I'm really just so excited and grateful that you've brought this experience to Braybrook and to Melbourne. And I'm excited for the listeners to learn a bit more about you and what you're doing there. So thank you, first of all. Thank you, Danny. That that was so nice of you. Uh, I think it's all about the vibe that we wanted to create. You know, it's all the positivity around and then um, we just do the right thing. And then obviously, you know, you get attracted and, you know, um, having so much um, eye on the quality and then the consistency, you know, that it, it, it all makes up to that uh, feeling and the vibe that, that you've got there. That's exactly what we were looking at. Um, you know, to achieve all through the years and the experience that we have got and what we have learned in cooking and all that. So, yeah, we started off um, as nothing, just selling one or two dosas in a day because um, we didn't know how to market, we didn't know how to start, where to go because I was all alone doing everything in the truck that you see right now. Um, so, yeah, it, it all it all came up because there are uh, quite generous people out there and very kind. They were so supportive and they have encouraged us so pretty well that, you know, we are standing here today doing a podcast with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, yeah, there's 
it's definitely not the culmination of your journey straight. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's amazing what you do. But look, so, I mean, you mentioned that you started with nothing. So tell, tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself because you didn't, you didn't come to Australia from Hyderabad to make dosa, right? Like, tell us the story. No, see, I came, um, to study to do my master's in the University of Melbourne. So I've joined, um, my master's in information technology. So I finished. I've also, um, had a chance to work with some of the great, um, um, uh, you know, IT professors, and I have also done my research paper on data mining and artificial intelligence and then machine learning. But then, um, I, you know, whatever I do, I just give my 100%. So that's where this grit and then, you know, all this have come from. I think that's there since my childhood. Um, but then back in Hyderabad, when, when I first, you know, when I finished my bachelor's, I always had this thought of opening a food truck. I I used to watch some, you know, New York series on food trucks and all that. And I was so fascinated to start one of that kind of food trucks in India. I didn't, I didn't know, you know, there were much food trucks in Hyderabad. I think there were no food trucks in Hyderabad then, back then. Maybe there were in some in Mumbai or, you know, some Delhi or some metropolitan cities, but not in Hyderabad for sure. I always wanted to start this food truck. Um, and then even when I was doing, um, you know, my software job in back in Wipro, uh, I used to work for Wipro in, in Hyderabad. Um, I used to go around and look for some corner places and, you know, <laughs> And then think of, you know, hey, you know what, this place would be the right place for my food truck. I had a vision of selling this, this, this food and then call it like this, you know, all that. You know, I always used to dream about it. Um, but then obviously that didn't happen because we had pretty tight jobs and then we were so into um, client meetings, calls and always packed up even on weekends. So, yeah, I couldn't do much of it. And then we moved to Bangalore. I tried there. That didn't happen. Finally, you know, I thought of, you know, let's just, let's just go abroad and then do my master's because I thought I've got gained some experience in IT and then let's, you know, continue further. So when we came to um, Melbourne for my master's in the University of Melbourne, um, I went around again. There were not many food trucks, but there were some in, I guess, in very beef in that area and that's it uh, but then you know I couldn't because the, I think because I couldn't afford for my um, master's itself I had to uh, do some odd jobs and my husband had to do uh, luckily he got a pretty good job in IT as well um, as soon as we came here because of his experience in Microsoft and all that um, so all this happened I finished my master's pretty quickly you know the two years master's I've completed in one year because I wanted to finish quickly and then earn, earn, you know, money um, to pay off my um, debts and loans and everything. So luckily, I got a job in Dell after my master's. So we moved to Sydney. I've tried there again. And finally, when we bought a house here in Melbourne, we came back to Melbourne. Um, after joining a job, you know, another IT company in Melbourne, in the first three months, I have decided, you know what, I should at least try now. You know, this is this is it. And I cannot keep on going, uh, postponing my passion. And I cannot keep on, you know, like how, for how long will I not do what I want to do? So one fine day, that was on my husband's birthday, I remember. And the gift that I gave him was, hey, dude, you know, I left my job. <laughs> he was like, he was, what the hell? What have you done? That's it. And then I asked him for three months, you know, just, just, yeah. Just give me three months. I'm going to try and I'm going to 
do what all i can do and then if that doesn't work out i always have my, have my you know i can always look for another job but then yeah i thought that day i should never go back to my job and then i should keep on doing what i want to do um so i went i didn't know driving i didn't have a car uh and most of it i didn't have money in my bank okay to spend to go around to shop around nothing so but then luckily i had very nice people you know that came across to me um and then i went to this footra guy he helped me out get a finance from you know one of his vendors and all that so that happened and fine and then i went back to india to learn some you know uh, my mom's and my mother in law's recipes and all that i gathered uh, uh i i i created my own recipe book from my mom my aunts my in laws and all that i came back i started this but that didn't go well because um i think i chose a wrong spot i don't know or, or maybe i couldn't uh, deliver what people wanted in that area um then it it went around for like two weeks uh i had to go door to door knock their doors ask them to try and then give them a feedback i go again um and then i go again every day i go give feed them with whatever i make in the truck and then come back but nobody would turn up the next day you know that was so disappointing i was super depressed yeah and then because you know i'm putting in the money every week because i had to pay for the rent guy that who rented me the food truck and then i had to pay the rents i had to pay for the gas water everything electricity it went on for like uh, one and a half month and then finally i said you know what we need to change the way what we are doing of course we might be in the right um, you know uh, uh, field but then what i'm doing might not be the right thing at the right time you know and then the truck came back home and then i spoke to the guys and asked for like give me two more months you know to pay back the rents and all so halted the lease has been halted and then finally uh, i went again you know i took a train um i walked around and i found this spot in brebrook which was in the go karting area there was a nice big you know electrical plug i only knew that that would fit my um <laughs> trucks plug you know because it has to be that kind of amps like three amps i don't know so i went inside i spoke to him you know what if you could give me this this place for rent for the next at least 6 months um i want to try this 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 and this okay he already had a kebab uh, shop just beside so i went to him and i said you know this is what i've got i don't have money i only have 100 dollars in my bank i can give you that as an advance once the month is done once i earn something i'm going to pay you something okay okay i cannot promise you how much but he was so good that was the first encounter of a very nice man and then um, you know who helped me indirectly or directly to start whatever i want to do so we went there all by myself i hanged up some lights i've done um you know some posters and all that i've started a facebook account on shine though so i was never active on facebook never active on instagram nothing okay so i went there and then the first day um i took my husband he was there with my kid um we three were there serving along with my sister she used to help me uh, she was studying here so i took her help um we all were standing and the first order for the idli i remember <laughs> we were so nervous serving that idli and then it turned out pretty good he went around he said yeah he has that mouth publicity actually you know uh, the the quality of 
the food that we serve and the passion that we had it showed him like i think he went and spoke to his friends his friends came his friends came around and then his neighbors his friends you know we never literally did any kind of marketing anywhere um after that you know one week i took like two days off like saturdays and sunday was my off just like you know i followed the it offs regular offs on in my food truck business also i went that then i thought you know let let me just um, do some marketing and then we um, i i printed my own pamphlets i went around each house in brebrook footscray and you know most of the streets i went around and then i kept on um, you know putting the pamphlets in their um mailboxes and suddenly there was a crowd the next monday it was so huge that we were sold out in like Three hours, and then the crowd. Yeah, really. Um, we were open from six p.m. to twelve midnight, but then we were like sold out ten thirty every single day the next week. Um, that's how it started, and then you know the pamphlets have stopped, everything has stopped. It's it's all you know mouth publicity. They have they've liked my food. I mean the 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 recipe, the authenticity, the originality that it had, and of course the. the passion that i want to you know what i want to do for my craft um i think i think that's the main thing you know whoever want to start a business or do what they want to do that thing like you know the passion that you show to people um what you want to do and you know that that commitment should you, i mean that makes you deliver what you want to deliver um and that would reach high i mean you you would reach heights and that vibe the positive vibe that you give is that's what have you know uh, made us come so far we have moved places we have changed trucks lot of you know ups and downs and then we were this covid staff employment you know salaries and then suddenly uh, one day one of the staff mm, uh, did something and then we had you know the truck was in fire and lot lot of things happened you know but then yeah we came out of the ashes like the phoenix you know rising from the ashes <laughs> and then we are here wow sorry yeah <laughs> wow it's an amazing story because i just think about you a few years ago and i think i think when you first started you were you were just like walking up and down the streets trying to give your food away that was in melton right like yeah yeah that was in melton the- yeah i started on high street in melton <laughs> Okay and then where you are now I mean in Braybrook do you, I mean it seems like there's quite a strong Indian community there and and especially South Indian community which is the food that you do you do I mean do you think that's important or do you think it's just I don't know just the marketing No Dan no I don't think so I don't think so see for my business especially marketing was just mouth publicity I haven't we haven't done, we have literally done nothing i think i have see by foot how many pamphlets can you deliver to the mailboxes hardly 100 200 that's all i could do but then even even though they come to you for the first time they have to be able to come back to you the second time as well how will that happen only you know every time you deliver that food only then you're going to get that repeated crowd only then the footfall will be so huge you know we we are getting sold out every single day the sambar you will not believe we make like close to 80 liters one session that will be sold out by 11 o'clock after 11 you would not be getting sambar from us so it's like that so that's that happens every single day so so what i'm trying to tell here is you know after you see the crowd you shouldn't be too greedy of you know what you're getting you know if you if you have that consistency definitely you'll have that repeated crowd otherwise 
no definitely no because we have seen lot of food trucks they come to us they ask us how have you you know uh, so how have you done all this we give them the details you know we give them how to go to the council we give them where did we get the truck from the council the permits that you you that you're supposed to do the cleaning schedule everything but then trust me the first month it's going to be it's going to be you know because of that enthusiasm it's going to be okay but then the second month no So Sri, you know, I I know that with doses and idlis, you know, the batters are so the fermentation is so crucial to it and the timing is so crucial and also when you're making the masalas like the the spicing is so crucial. Tell us about some of the 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 detail and the the rigor that you go to to make sure that everything's perfect. Okay. Um this all all this also i have learned through experience okay i started making dosa batters um uh, thrice a week initially but then i figured out if you make it every single day i mean the before night okay like how you do at homes i just wanted to bring out that originality into every recipe so as my mom even if we do like huge batches how are we supposed to do it? and my even my mother in law she's like no you have to do it only the before day only a day before that's it it only needs that you know only that much of fermentation that many hours of fermentation and that's it you don't have to keep it like in the fridge for days and days and days and then use it obviously the dosas and the crisp that you want to get on your dosa is not right if you so every single day we do all the batters so we sell punugulu we sell garalu we sell dosa and idli right so all these batters are done every single day to be used the next day okay and that's it um and then for the next day we do it again and for the next day we do it again so we have we have created our own small warm room where we have the uh, the heaters plugged in the right temperatures have been maintained all the batters will be shifted into the warm room covered them nicely and then we close the door okay the next morning we remove the batters and then we use them that's it and it happens every single day and the masalas i grind it you know my own recipe right from the scratch if you're talking about the coriander powder it has to be you know roasted dry roasted nice and warm and then you know cooled it and then grinded it we we put it in a airtight container we grind every week So only then the flavor can be retained only then you know you get those aroma that authenticity into your dishes otherwise no <laughs> so i have i have learned it through very hard um it means but then this is what it is that's it only then you will be getting the taste it yeah the taste of it and so tell me about your employment policy and and all the wonderful women that you've employed Oh yeah, I don't know, you know, I always believe that women can do a lot more than what we are doing right now. Uh, the commitment and the you know what um we always feel that you know women are not physically strong but trust me, women are very strong. Even when compared to men, you know, we don't have to go to gym, we don't have to do any um you know weights and all that <laughs> strength training, no, but we can do the batters, we can store them up, we can lift them up, we can do everything even the chutneys we grind like 25 kilos of chutneys every day all girls you know we don't take help from anybody so when my husband is here he's he's the one who you know puts everything in in into the van the food van and then he drives it but rest all is being done by girls um i believe that very strongly because who else can do you know job more committedly we have been doing the household chores every single day right with the kids 
it's a, like cleaning dishes mopping vacuuming uh clothes laundry and then cooking all this can a man do this every single day for 365 days i don't know why i get this but then girls can so i've tried i've tried with lot of boys initially you know they come for like a week the next week they're gone they say like oh my god no we cannot do this and then the next week and then i employ another guy and then he's like hey you know what i can't make it today and then yeah and then i had to do the whole thing again then i thought okay let's just try with the girls however in the truck right from the beginning we only had girls okay like for those as idlis uh, after after i got down from the truck uh, i i used to do all the those as idlis and bonders but then when it became so busy we had to employ okay so i i thought let let's em- because because they, they 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 tend to grasp things faster that's what i believe you know everybody has their own perceptions but what i believe is uh which which because we cook a lot at home right the vada dosa and all i thought okay let's let's try with the girls and then the the first employee she was like super quick and then she learned everything uh, very quickly and then i had to hire two more girls and then it went on like that but, but these aren't necessarily they're not necessarily uh indian women though are they no we have all nations we have um we have ethiopian we have Oz- australian we have torres strait islanders and then we have myanmar nepal we have uh, we have how many yeah we have all the all the nations working for us all yeah to me i mean this is such a it's such a fantastic um australian story for me you know that you've you've come from another country bringing this uh, traditional food and then sharing it not only with the people that come and eat it but also with the people that work with you it's just such it's just such a beautiful multicultural story yeah thank you so much tani so yeah i mean basically everybody would be interested if you teach them yeah you just have to need, you just have to have that patience to you know uh teach them properly like in their own language maybe they would find it a little difficult to pronounce the names because they didn't even they don't even know the masalas or anything that we use right so initially you know instead of two weeks of training they might need one month or one and a half but once you get there once they get there they're like absolutely amazing because the stamina that they've got they're like absolutely amazing i just can't tell you i see no difference between indians aussies or you know ethiopians or any no we all are equal we all are same we all just do the same and you and you know they can also cook masala so well that you wouldn't say every day you know in chai dosa you you'll, you'll you'll get the same taste <laughs> you can't even recognize who cooked it is either it's an aussie or an indian or sri lankan or you know ethiopian no you will not know <laughs> so sri you've got big plans for chai and dosa tell us tell us what's in the wind um so in feb hopefully um there's you know if all the builders and the carpenters and, and the plumbers are out of the omicron thing um we would start um we would start uh, opening a restaurant by the end of feb that's the agenda for now and by by the first week of march we will we will be fully moved into the new restaurant it's a huge one uh, we have got um i think the builder was telling me this is one of the biggest restaurant that they have built uh, even when compared to the you know the local restaurants like the australian restaurants it might not be like a five star a uh, huge you know i mean i mean to say the uh, 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 the fancy one but it is like the big 
in a sense it's huge with all the grind like we have got seven grinders to grind the uh, the, the batters we have got like uh, uh, six of the dosa pans and we have got six oil frying you know uh, the deep frying pans and we have got all all sorts of things and then yeah we could cater at least uh, 30 dosas in one go right now we are only doing eight dosas in one go we would be doing 30 dosas in one go so because yeah just to make sure you know we cut down on the waiting times because currently the waiting times are like huge 40 minutes and on and weekends today if you go there you have to wait for one hour minimum so we don't want to hear that anymore so um we want to cut it down to 20 minutes uh, or minimum because one one set of those are eight doses would be take taking 15 minutes to come out of the pan uh, and then you know uh, wrap it and give it to you it's going to take 15 but let's say given take 20 minutes we should be able to give 30 dosas in one go so that's the whole plan and then the masalas that we are grinding we need sh- huge machinery so we need uh, to get the machinery from india and all the equipment that we have we have ordered from germany uh, so they're all like like you know the, the the top class and then after all this is sorted my our plan is to start our own retail store or the wholesale store i would say for the the grocery uh, so we have leased the, the 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 building next to us that's a huge kind of warehouse i would say so for 2022 we should be able to start our uh, retail store as well along with the restaurant you know that's the agenda for 2022 2023 i think we would be starting another um, branch of chai and dosa somewhere um, close closer to the cbd or maybe to the eastern suburbs uh, yeah that's it as of now let's see what's in store for future <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like three that the world of it has lost you to the world of food can you ever imagine going back to an office job um you know what um we haven't left it behind um if you see the truck has got all the sophisticated equipment that is needed to deliver a dosa uh, what i mean is the pos systems or the kitchen display systems the kdss that we call are all integrated like if you take an order it would automatically be um see all the dosas it would segregate and then go to the dosa side the bonders would go to the bonder kds screen and then the idli would go to the idli we are trying to build you know uh, get what all we have learned in it because he my husband is a network engineer okay so he wants to uh, uh, do all this and also um we wanted to do the online ordering system with our own app and we wanted to have a kiosk uh, in front of the restaurant where in you where in the you know instead of waiting in the queue you just go there order and then automatically it would come up to the kds screens to the girls inside and then you could use your app to 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 send a you know you could use your app to send a order to chain dosa you could you could order through our website and we are i am building a, my own website so it's all integrated i think whatever you learn you know in your uh, bachelor's or whatever you learn in your life you could still you know take all that forward and implement in what you're doing right now it's never disconnected it's always there we always read about it articles till you know even now and then um yeah we have we still have we we use a lot of uh, uh, storage systems because he's into uh, it like like literally uh, doing all that stuff with chai and dosa as well so but going back to the it 
job as in you know sitting there and coding that might not be possible uh, for some other company but for chai and dosa yes we are on it uh, like build, we wanted to build our own app and i want to be there like uh, test it i want i should on, only if i know you know how the coding is done how it's done in the background i would be giving my 100% to what we do as well so yeah when i integrate all of that i love it that's yeah what a what a great answer sri so i mean you know you started your truck in 2018 i think and then obviously as you briefly mentioned you had a fire you've had a lot of challenges along the way and then of course we've had covid and i'd love you to talk a little bit about or perhaps you know just give people a bit of strength and courage for these difficult times. I know that you've also been impacted by staffing shortages as, you know, it's been so tough with isolation and Omicron and all that business. Just tell us about your mindset and approach to getting through this period. Definitely. Um, you know what, Danit, this is the right question at the right time, I would say, um, because uh, two years ago when this has all started, um we have moved from a very small place to a the bigger place that we are in right now you know how big the 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 place is right now yeah we could we could host like uh, 25 cars in one go like we could park um so the 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 lease amount there was very less when compared to the lease amount that we are doing here right so as soon as we moved in within a week or two covid has started i know and then within two weeks government has asked you know you have to shut it down or at least close before 9 right and our business would start after 9 pm okay and then we had this fire accident way before this you know as in when we thought okay we are out of the fire thing we are slowly coping up covid has started and then when we thought okay you know the covid has done okay let's start two times uh, you know a, a day and then let's continue until 12 o'clock suddenly the employment shortage has come and then there are no students coming up you know what else could go wrong what else what else is there? what else is left to go wrong you know um and then uh, the, the first the first day when i heard you know we had to uh, close the truck before 9 we thought let's just do whatever we can from morning to 9 o'clock okay continuously without giving a break in the afternoon and then we thought okay let's do special breakfast and then i thought let's do special lunch and then i know early early dinner and there would be like small uh, like roti and um, curries and all that we thought let's just do that as in when the as in when the issue hits us you have to be a little creative and then go according to it okay okay if you had i had i gone back and sat in my own room crying trust me on it we wouldn't have been here today so the first approach that i wanted to you know um, tell people is do not panic nothing would go wrong if you know if you if you earned 500 bucks a day maybe you would be earning 250 okay but if you sit back home what are you doing you 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 you're putting pressure on your finances you're putting pressure on your family and then you will be left with zero by the end of the day right come back come out okay just go just go try 10 bucks 20 bucks 30 bucks that's that that's all you need to keep going the second day people would think hey you know what she's super strong let's go back to you know like, let's let's go back and then try something else third day fourth day and the second week third week we had so much crowd standing in front Danny and then we had like we had to hire more staff 
because people also uh, had no jobs then remember like initial days of covid people like everybody were like so scared they they closed everything and then not a single day chain those of us closed not a single day even the initial day when we were so scared of covid we didn't close but of course we had to take the measures needed like uh, distancing and you know uh, sanitizing and rubbing rubbing and rubbing with the sanitizer <laughs> all this has to be there but then whatever is giving you the strength that shouldn't stop if that stops you will definitely you know fall behind at least mentally you know if finance you know financially you could come back tomorrow day after but then if if you lose that grit if you lose that uh, confidence in you i do i you know it, it would take some time for you to come back again so people do not give up please keep on going you know one day at a time today tomorrow and then one month two months though if see if i look back of course we could have done a lot you know better than this of course the restaurant would have started last year itself of course we would have started another uh, branch but what went wrong nothing <laughs> you know people came to know that chan dosa is very rigid and very firm even in the worst of the days uh, we could still do you know whatever we want to do even so what else can happen everything has happened right what nothing all 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 is well in the future is what i believe all the time yeah you you feel like you've you've overcome so many challenges that you're bulletproof now <laughs> see exactly you learn out of it right if you if if you combat covid you know how to tackle the other disaster that comes to you in future like what have you done you have reduced the staff you have given less hours you know instead of remote instead of completely asking the staff hey please you know leave the job and go no don't do that because they need us right at least give them you know uh, instead of giving all six days a week seven days a week just give them three days you know it you, you should be there for your staff as well then definitely when you need then they they will come forward to help you right like like today uh my staff has been there for me from the past uh, you know two and a half years not a single day they said hey you know what um this is not working out i i want to go back look for another job no they have never said that all credits to my staff because they were always there and i was always there for them so this is the kind of approach that i think every um, you know entrepreneur should have like give it see give and take right right so you always have to do your best and then they're going to do their best and yeah love it so sri if someone is not familiar with dosa or, or idli or bunda and they're coming to visit you at chai and dosa what do you think they should try first and what should they expect like how will they know that it's a good example of the genre um so the first thing is we have never deviated from the authenticity if you want to have like that that authentic south indian uh, breakfast um because we also have this for dinners and lunch as well so but for you guys if you want to try the authentic south indian food chain dosa is the place because uh, the batters are grinded uh, very fresh every day and fermented to perfection and then the right amount of flavor uh, not too much you know um not too gaudy or um uh, you, and not too spicy just to kill the flavor um it's all balanced it's it's very well balanced because we taste every single dish that comes out of the pan okay and then the doshas the dosas are perfectly crisp you know and then soft inside and then the idlis the idli batter is very crucial to get that fluffy soft idlis and then the vada um you know usually we have a 
kind of bitter taste if it is not fermented well okay that is that you would never see in chai and dosa and the masala chai i would say it's like the the best in town for me you know if you ask me um and then because the grind i grind that particular masala that we put in the tea or the chai and then the bonda is like to perfect because if the if the bonda is not round imagine the, the simple thing that would have happened is it's not done well you know it's not fermented well or it's not the, the the salt or whatever is to be added is not added correctly in chai and dosa you would never see any irregular irregularities or um you know um, uh, soggy dosas or tough idlis no um what you should expect from chai and dosa is the real authentic south indian food and but then uh, you know you have to wait a little bit to get that out of the pan and straight to your plate uh, you at least need that 20 minutes you know um to stand there and wait for it but once you hit it trust me that 20 minutes is worth it worth waiting um so you can expect that and you know the mango lassi also um it's like the original lassi that you get in india with some nuts and then uh, kowa you call it like the sweetened um milk yeah so we add that and we make it we, we never buy anything that we put in the food okay like like the end product we make it even the kowa i make it every single day to put in the lassi so it's all fresh it's all healthy. i didn't even know that you had lassis that's um another reason to come back you sure <laughs> oh so good three so um and i also i love the idea you know i love this the the positive spin on the waiting time i suppose there's always this idea that you know that food truck food should be really quick but i'd love the idea that you know the the way the reason the the fact that you have to wait is a sign of the quality of what you're doing because you just can't make a good dosa quickly no 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 also how how can you see um, you order keema dosa right how do you give the keema dosa in 2 minutes it's it's impossible you know the the pan should be at the right temperature when the dosa is you know being made it has to you have to have those that 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 ease of dosa to be you know um spread it on the pan otherwise the dosa would not be that, like that you know that crisp and that soft inside it has to it has to take minimum of 12 minutes for the dosa to come out of the pan and then by the time we put the chutney and then the alam chutney and then the sambar on your plate and then this dosa on your plate it we need that time we need that 15 minutes anybody who is giving you dosa before that please don't believe no it has to be minimum of 12 to 15 minutes for the dosa to cook you know to be made to be to, to be cooked so well and then to get that crisp and you know give it to you and for you to have it yeah love it sri uh thank you so much for sharing your story with us today it's um yeah definitely time for me to come back and have some more dosa so delicious i have to have the lassi now as well and i haven't even tried the chai so lots of good reasons to come back um good luck with getting the restaurant built uh, that's going to be so exciting uh it's just yeah i'm just excited about everything you're doing but um thank you so much for sharing the chai and dosa story today thank you dani thank you for having me and then this is the right time in the you know the right kind of encouragement that i was looking for you know from somebody who because we never we never went out asking for anything from anyone okay uh, you came like uh, you were so supportive you spoke to me and then the vibe that you give me is like amazing thank you so much for recognizing us and having me today uh it's just my absolute privilege um you take care and i'll see you soon you too bye
This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This.